Hello gorgeous women of reverence, you belong here. We are a platform of like-minded Christian women from diverse cultures, races, and generations who come together to share, encourage, strengthen, support, and equip each other as we journey together with Jesus Christ. Together, we thrive. This is Lusanda Lamini, your podcast host. Welcome back, Women of Reverence. It's so lovely to be back with you. I've been away for a while. It's been busy, 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 and I'm trying to manage my time better. I'm not alone today. I'm with Karabo Ramojo. Um, she's our guest. Welcome, Karabo. Thank you, Lucinda. I'm very happy to be here. And yeah, I've been looking forward to this conversation. I've been looking forward to, to it too. We're starting a new series called Kingdom Women. And um, one of the things that Kingdom Women do is worship our Lord Jesus Christ. But before I even get to the subject mm. or the topic of today, um, let me tell our community who you are briefly. And then after me, you will tell us more about yourself, your family, and what do you do and, um, and enjoy. So um, Garabo is a fellow life coach. So I love that. We share ideas. We share wisdom in that. She's a worshiper in a church in Krugerstorp here in Joburg called Foresight Church. She's a marketing executive in one of the um, insurance companies. She's also a pastor. But Garabu, you tell the people more um, about you, your family, and what do you enjoy doing? Thank you, Lou. Um... So we are a blended family. So I'm married to my husband 10 years, going on 11. Uh, we got married. Yeah, 11 is a big number. I remember I used to panic about the seven years. <laughs> and every time my, hus we, we, my husband will say, are you still worried about the age? I'm like, no, it's fine. I can bear you more now. <laughs> um, I love, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm a worshiper, but uh, it's something I'm not doing as much in church because uh, we also oversee the children's ministry and I'm teaching the senior class at the moment, which is the grade five to seven. And mm -hmm. I think they're teaching me more than I'm teaching them though. Wow. Uh, we've got our three kids, 20, 20, 21. Um, we've got our son, Utam Sangla, he is turning 16. He's our deaf child, the most amazing boy, I think, on oh. earth in terms of teenagers. We are so blessed. And we've got the curious leader who asks us questions and makes us question even our faith sometimes, our eight-year-old. Um, yes. We love traveling. Um, my husband and I, we haven't done much of it because of COVID. We believe we are called to plant a church in Europe. So that's something wow. that's on the card. Yeah, and um, thanks to Women of Reverence, God has used the platform to just remind me of my gifting as a writer as well. So I've enjoyed that. Um, I love, I love a good series like any girl, especially on a rainy day, sit and watch a little bit of Netflix. Yes. Enjoy a good book. Um, but yeah, over and above that, it's, it's, that's who I am. I love, I love people. I love cooking. Um, having people over at my house, it's, it's something I also stopped doing for a while. But it's, I think, an, an expression of worship to just open intimate parts of yourself, being your yeah. own to other people it's something that I really enjoy as well 
I love that. I've tasted your cooking. It's brilliant. Um, and I've met your children. They lovely, lovely children. And obviously um, your husband. Um, Karabo, mm -hmm. I know you said um, you do a couple of things, but can you share with us more in detail um, what has been your journey to where you are today? It has been the most unlinear <laughs> Christian journey ever. Um, but obviously I'll say that because that's the only journey I know very well. I wasn't born in a Christian home. Um, no. I was born, so yeah, out of wedlock. Uh, my yes. mom was raised ZCC, my dad was raised culturally, traditionally, whatever you want to call it. We ended up in one of those um, traditional um, slash apostolic spiritual churches. Um, yeah. Twasa, um, as a kid, I was, I think, the youngest Twasa and there. Um, and I think then when we left that church, we joined um, the Catholic Church. And after a series of car accidents, we could not access our Catholic church. And my mom, I think from a young age, just always loved God. Uh, the different yeah. platforms where she found her, found God were different. They were not Christian, but um, she found a church around the corner, literally from my house. And, you know, she got saved. She came home, started praying in tongues and <laughs> she then said, you will come to church. You know, we laughed. We're like, and then, you know, but long story short, we got saved. We got saved. And um, up to, I think, the age of 25, I really served the Lord. I loved the Lord. And I backslid really badly. Yeah. Um, after my father left, I was very close to my dad. Um, yeah. And throughout all my life as a Christian, I've always believed in the scripture, Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And what I've seen is how much when God has put a gifting on you, you know, they say it's, it can't be revoked, your calling. You yeah. would use it. I remember one of the most impactful times I got to worship in church. I was in a wrong relationship. Um, I wasn't serving the Lord. I used to just go to church just to make sure they know I'm still here. You know, proof of life. Um, and during that season, one our pastor, our lead pastor, Suzanne said, please, can you do an item for us? And yes. in that time, whilst I was backsliding, I was also backing with self-esteem issues. Everybody was up on their hands worshiping God. I missed that moment because the, the whole time I was worshiping, my heart was, was, was facing God, but my, my mind was everywhere. Um, at that time, I just thought, Wankuntu is just looking at me thinking, yo, this woman is ugly. Yo, this woman, this yo. And when I opened my eyes, I think the lesson there was they were not even looking at me. Their hands, their faces were upright, looking up. And, and for me, that was part of my turning point. Um, I remember coming back to church and I went up forward for prayer and getting a word where my pastor said, God says, it was, it was by design that he allowed you to dip in and out, to wow. blow hot and cold in, because by doing so, you'll have a deeper appreciation of his grace. Yes. And I think having grace is such a big part of, because you worship from that point, Woody, because I know, I know I had a one-way ticket 
where yes. I wasn't planning to go. And, and, and it's just completely God's grace that I'm still here, still standing, that I got to marry a godly man and, and serve in a very beautiful church that just absolutely loves Jesus. So, yeah, it wasn't linear, but, you know, um, I was even sharing it with one of my team members just today to say, sometimes you look at life and say, everything that I've been and done leads you to the moment that you are in at any given point in time. And yeah, definitely. It's so refreshing to see to see God like that. Yeah. I'm actually reminded of uh, how God pursued me. And um, and one mm -hmm. time I actually knelt down and it say, I said, I'm not ready for you. Um, but he didn't give up on me. Um, and the first time I also went to church pregnant with my 16-year-old my mm -hmm. now while she's turning 16, the I got a prophetic word that said, God has called you to lead many people to him. He's going to use you mightily. I was not even saved. It was almost like God was just waiting for me to step in um, in his presence and, and meet me there. Um, so Karabo, I know you are a worshiper and your worship is just um, so prophetic, but also so beautiful in terms of we can just soak in it. And you're such a warrior in worship. There's a scripture I love, um, Psalm 150 from verse 1 to 6. It really brings conviction in my heart um, that God wants to be praised, that God wants to be worshipped and personally you know I don't have a, a music understanding I can't hold a note I'm just the worst I can only speak <laughs> mm -hmm. but anyway I don't I I love six uh, verse six in Psalm 150 it says let everything that breathes praise the Lord hallelujah and that tells me um, that not only people that are musically gifted um, like yourselves um, need to mm. worship God, which brings me to another question. As a worshiper, can you walk us through what is a lifestyle of praise and worship for believers in general? Mm. So worship... Um, if I had to use an alternative word for worship, it's focus. Yes. So what you focus on, you are worshiping. Yeah. What you focus on, you are serving. What mm -hmm. you focus on is mastering you. Yeah. So at that point of salvation, when you give your life over to God, you are saying, I want my focus to be on you. I want to serve yeah. you. And I want yes. you to be my, my master. Yeah. So and and if you look at those three things, they've got nothing to do with music. Yeah. They absolutely have nothing. They they have everything to do about the placement of God in your life in yeah. the right position. Yeah. So worship really is is about how we show up to a God that's already showed up for us. Amen. And so so if 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 it's for like myself, I've had people ask me, please teach me how to sing. I don't know. I don't even know keys and notes. This morning yeah. I had to choose the set for Sunday. I, I have to ask the musos, what is the set? But 
the 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 heart you know it's it for me worship is a is is a gift and an anointing that is totally beyond me um because i i can't even play a tambourine to tune <laughs> and nobody wow. believes that but in that wow. in that moment when you are worshiping god on stage or or in a group setting it's just about who are you protecting your your whole being towards right and yeah. so if you think about a lifestyle of worship it's a it's really about mindfulness and yeah i want to be absolutely vulnerable and say you know people see the worship leader on stage and they're like yo i wish my life was put together like that person the last week or so i've been battling to just knuckle down during quiet time and pray yeah and yeah. so i was in the car driving and i said god i feel like i can't i, I can't make time for for this or this, including quiet time in my family. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, Karabo, it's all about mindfulness. Yeah. Worship is about being mindful of Christ in your life on a consistent basis, being completely mindful that who is he, who is he, who is he to you? Who is he to the person who just cut you off in the robot at the robots? And so yeah. the, 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 the focus and mindfulness, they speak together. So a lifestyle of worship, of praise and worship is where your, your whole being is about this God, this focus, this centerpiece in your life that deserves you at your very best, but it will cover you at your worst, you know? It's, Amen. It's I love just that. perfect of grace, yeah. I love that. Garabo, I... I, I, you know, I love that you talk about that. It's a, it's a mindfulness. It's, it's you focusing on Christ. It's you, the way you handle yourself in life in general is worship to Christ. But what are the practical handles that you can give us for this type of um, lifestyle? the handles are, are, are in in the in the previous answer as well that just being mindful mm. when um you know you know there's a lot of christian me's that we use you know like um god is not a god of chaos so yeah. at the point in your life when things are feeling chaotic then you need to stop and say where's my focus mm. at the point in your life where everything that you are is not reflective of who Jesus is, then you need to say, where's my focus? Yeah. Um, as a wife, you know, um, I think it's James 3, the 17, he talks about, you know, the wisdom that comes from heaven. You know, it's pure, it's peaceful, loving, it's considerate, it's submissive. If these things are missing in your life, you need to check yourself and say, where's my focus? What yeah. is my mind full? What is my mind then full of when you come back to full mindfulness? So, so it's you know we 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 know at work for those of us who are in corporate or even if you own your own business and you employ people, at the end of the day of the week of the quarter of the year, you sit down and you say, let's look at your performance. You need to do the same with yourself. Just say, let's look at how you showed up for your God. Yeah. How am, I, how am I showing up right now as a wife, as a, you know, um, in understanding even even something as simple as intimacy between you and your husband, which is a form of worship. How are you showing up in your marriage? How are you yes. showing up for your children? 
the ministry that you are leading or part of. Um, and it's really about understanding, you know, that whole thing of if Jesus is the center, how are you touching that center as you, you know, you go about your everyday life and how are you, you know, when, when we think about worship, yes, it's between us and God and showing up for him, but it's also how we show up representing him, him in the world that we are in. Um, so it, it's, it's multifaceted in my <laughs> um, opinion. Yeah. So um, when the, I think, I think, you know, sitting there when you are thinking, what about, you know, what we do on Sunday morning, that's a celebration, you know, whilst you are worshiping and somebody's leading, that's a celebration of small, minute moments of your six days before Sunday, you know, and, and it's important to remember that. Let's just remember the small moments lead to Sunday. That's why God says when you, the Bible says, when you come together, one brings a psalm, a hymn, a this, and so it's, it's, you can't wait to say, and, and it's, it's, it's troublesome. That's why your worshipers are, are they tend to be very special people. Um, because <laughs> people will go, ah, I only like, I only come, I only come when you are, when you are leading and you're like, ah, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, for the longest time I used to be uncomfortable when people say, oh, I love your voice. And you're like, what do you want to say? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and, and I'm a lot more comfortable about it because I understand it now as a tool of pointing people to the cross. Jesus, and, yes. Uh, it's, it's a lot less daunting. Yeah. You know what? Um, how God taught me, and I was just, I think I had been a Christian for a few years, let's say two or three, how he taught me that worship, basically everyone is called to worship. Everyone is called to, to praise him because yeah. in our heads, we all think yeah. uh, people that are called to worship, to worship, it's musos. It's those that are gifted in, yeah. in music that can sing, that can hold a note. I remember I was yeah. driving to the airport after miraculously um, God just provided petrol for me. In fact, how he provided, he didn't give me petrol as in I went to, to the uh, garage and poor petrol. My car had been lighting for like three days. It was like empty, empty. And I laid hands mm. on my car and I prayed and I said, Lord, you need to get me to the airport. I had to go to Durban mm. for work. And as obviously, as I was leaving my house in Baku and driving, I was panicking and I was praying in tongues and all sorts of things. And as I turned at Gululi's off-ramp, I felt the Holy Spirit so clearly say to me, Lusanda, now worship me and worship me in your yeah. own language. Because we read the Bible in English, we go to multiracial and multicultural churches. So you tend to pray in English. And immediately by God's supernatural um, gifting, I did an African faith. I was not even aware that I could. I, it just came out of me. And I said, bye. And I went on until I arrived at the airport I checked in mm. I went and I I, I sat at the at the departures at the departures chairs 
And God said to mm. me, look at the time. Karabo, I was there in 10 minutes. I'm not exaggerating. Sure. I was there in 10 minutes. I thought I was driving in 20 in the natural, like 20 kilometers an hour mm. because my car had been um, on empty. So, and yeah. it was such a stormy season for me, which brings me to mm. your question and our next question. What wisdom do you have for us when we go through a difficult season or a storm, because I sometimes find it hard to be honest, to worship and praise yeah. him in those times. True. What wisdom True. can you give us? What practical wisdom can we apply to get um, out of that inward almost attitude? Like, you know how David said, why are you downcast on my soul where we challenge ourselves because mm. like we read in psalm 150 he says everything that has breath mm. praise the lord so what what praise do you the do lord yeah so i think i just want to just double click on your you know your 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 testimony mm. back to focus at that moment when you got the nudge of the holy spirit you focused on God, not on what was going on. And yeah. that is a very poignant thing to focus on for us as believers. Yeah. Um, when we go through difficult seasons, um, the power of worship, sometimes when it can't come out of you, play it externally. Amen. I love um, that. You know, uh, the same way as when you have a bad breakup, ladies will identify you want mm. to play Tony Brexton of Unbreak My Heart? <laughs> when, you know, say you love me again. Go to, yes. the, go to listen to the worship and say, here is the song. Here is, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's basically you need to see that as you dressing yourself in your situation in God's word. At that Amen. moment, you are taking a cloak of worship and saying, Bona. I see this, but I also know this, you know, because we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. I so love um, it's very simple. And I've, I've been through that, been through that way, you know, and, and everyone wants to worship and that's the last thing you want to do because you know, and I think the stubbornness of not wanting to worship, and I'm going to call it stubbornness, is because as human beings, we want to wallow, you know, things yes. are bad and I want to have my pity party. And you are not invited because it's a party for one. But at that point, what does God say? My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Come so at on. that moment, let him, let him show up. And we don't want that. We don't want someone else to be perfect. Even Jesus, because we are not looking up. I get it now. You are looking down. You are not looking up where you should be. And mm -hmm. it makes sense. What does it say? Where, you know, I lift my eyes up to the mountain. Where does my help come from? And so to get to that place, it's, it's switch that song. And, and sometimes I've done that and it will be songs we've heard before. Sometimes you listen to the lyrics and you're like, who wrote this? And then trust me at just the right time because it's about creating that atmosphere. You know, the right song comes and it will break through your situation. Um, it doesn't mean that you expect, you experience the breakthrough. You are broken. Sometimes we need to be broken before we experience the breakthrough. 
You are broken so that all the rubbish that you've been carrying, God cracks through it and takes you through what you need to go through. Oh, so I've I'll... always had that picture. Whenever we've gone through tough points, God shows me, Karabo, take, take that thing off your shoulder. You, the passage you are needing to walk through cannot take you and your baggage. And because I'm a lady, I must take my bag. And God is on some hand, hey, leave your baggage behind. The Come path on. I'm making for you is just for you, you know? Um, yeah. And I really believe this is for somebody specific. Be very careful to try to go into the season God is calling you into carrying stuff that is expired. It will Come kill on. you. Come on. I love that. I hope you heard that, mm. ladies, that um, that was actually a prophetic word from Garabo, and um, she's very prophetic. I know her saying the season that God is taking you in, don't take something that has expired with you. Leave your baggage behind and focus on Jesus. Mm. Garabo, I love your answer that when you can't worship yourself, the practical wisdom that you gave us, it sometimes take. And uh, a song that speaks on that worships or praise and put that and 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 give it in the form of worship to Jesus. So who is an artist, your go to artist for those times um, and why? Which worship artist or group inspires you and why when you go through those seasons of difficult times when you yourself as a worshiper can't worship mm. as a musician can't worship. So who, who, which artist or who inspires you and your go-to person? All right. So I've, I've got two that I can think of at the top of my head. One is a group um, and that two specific um, groups. Um, one is Maverick City. Um, they are a group of young, funky, totally probably most of them are half my age, but they love the Lord and they use everyday language, you know, to explain and sing songs. And I love that because they, they, you know, normally in today's church, we know church stuff at night, we must be done by half past 10. But when they worship, they give the space, the song, the space to do what God wants it to do. Come on. Um, so I love that about them. And the other one is Jonathan Helser. And I mean, oh, I, I think Jonathan, so he, I'm no longer snagged feet. Oh, yes, yes. So his dad is a well-known evangelist and preacher, I think. And I know his testimony. So he, I heard his testimony when that song came out. He shared his testimony of how Jonathan came to be born and how God prophesied his birth. So apparently in the 60s or 70s, he was a proper hippie, smoked, drink, yonki into everything, and he got saved. And after he got saved, God prophesied to him that I'm going to give you a son. You are going to name him Jonathan David. And he yes. said to God, I don't think I want to pass my genes to anyone after the lifestyle I've lived. And, he, you know, he prophesied that Jonathan is going to write songs that are going to set nations and people free. And he, he was like, I will, you know. And, and eventually he received it, and years later they fell pregnant. It was a boy, and they named him that. He, he picked up guitar, but didn't really, you know, join the worship team or anything. And yeah. when 
It was at varsity that's when his gifting came through and they invited him and he and at that moment God confirmed his calling. He said, remember I told you. And so yeah. he worships with his wife. Lusanda, he's like I can hear like, you. I want to make sure a person is a, yeah, a worshiper personified in my mind. Yes. Him and his wife. Like sure. they 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 love the Lord and they, you know it they, they worship a scriptural. It's just it's just something about them and their lyrics, you know, because for me it's always important that a song ties back to scripture. I lost you there, but we'll continue, Garabo. My my Wi-Fi is really acting up. The which woman do you yeah. resonate most with in the Bible and why? For me, it is Ruth. Top of the mind, top of mind is Ruth. Definitely Ruth. Um, I think as um as someone who I'm very gut driven, very driven by what I sense and feel in my spirit. Yeah. And when, when I think about Ruth and his story of how it doesn't make sense, Ruth doesn't make sense how you would just follow your mother-in-law when you're a young girl, you know, who, who can go back home and marry a young guy. But yes. I don't think at that point the Holy Spirit had revealed anything to her. Everything for her was about just doing what is right. Because yes. sometimes it feels like you know, the Holy Spirit is quiet, but you just do what is right. Yes. And I like that about us. Her story is not long. I like also, you know, the whole thing about being there. That is so amazing. It's just that power of, it shows the story of our own redemption in Christ. And, and I love that about that story. Short yeah. and sweet, but the significances in it are powerful. I tell you, um, that lady, I also love her so much. I think for me, she's also, uh, uh, um, how can I put it? She's also a, the walking in faith and not in sight scripture in the flesh. Yeah. I find yeah. that Ruth is yeah. also a walking nothing. in faith and not in sight in, in human form. Mm. So for me, that's mm. that. Um, Garabo, thank you so much for joining us. Can you let our community know where thank they can you. get hold of you? Yes. Yeah. So um, in terms of social media. Yes, please. Um, on Facebook, I'm Garabo Ramuajo. Uh, straightforward with my very complicated surname. Garabo Ramuajo, R-A-M-O-O-K-H-O. On Instagram, same thing. Um, Garabo Ramuajo is my handle. On Twitter, same handle. I'm not very active there. But um, in terms of my coaching center, it's called Cocoon. So it's a play on the word Cocoon. You know that Cocoon's the butterfly. But yes. um, I've spelled it K-H-O-O-N. So um, the ultimate dream is to set up a, a coaching center that, that, that focuses on just enabling people to understand and live out their God-given purpose. It's still wow. in building faith, but it's really exciting because I know it comes from God. Wow, I love that. I love your creativity. I wouldn't have thought about that actually to swap the C with the K. So well <laughs> done. Anyway, I will I will attach your social media handles on our um, chat once it's edited. 
And I just want to thank you so much for um, joining me and sharing your heart on worship. I respect you as a worshiper. I respect you as a pastor. I respect you as a life coach, but, and I respect you as a friend and as a sister in Christ. I'm so blessed and privileged to do life with you. So thank you so much. Um, so woman of reverence, you've heard um, Karabo Ramojo. She's a life coach. She's a worshiper in her church, Forsyth Church in Krugerstorp. She heads up the kids ministry with her husband. Um, and she's also a marketing executive. And so I will definitely attach her social media handle so that you can follow her. Um, as for now, look out for our next episode every Friday and I won't tell you who, it will be a surprise. Thank you very much, woman of reverence. May God bless you all.